0: Section 0 of Letters of Ulysses S. Grant to His Father and His Youngest Sister, 1857-78 to This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org Recording by Jim Clevenger Letters of Ulysses S. Grant to His Father and His Youngest Sister eighteen fifty seven to seventy eight by ulysses s grant section zero edited by his nephew jesse grant cramer nineteen twelve preface there has of late years been a tendency as the result of the teachings of certain historical authorities to minimize the influence of the leadership of the so-called great men and to question the importance of their work as a factor in shaping the history of the time great events are referred to as brought about by such general influences as the spirit of the time the movement of humanity or forces of society if we accepted the theories of the writers of this school we should be forced to the conclusion that Generations of men move across the world stage, impelled by forces entirely outside of themselves, and that, as far as the opportunity of individual action is concerned—that is, for action initiated and completed under his own willpower—man might almost as well be a squirrel working in a revolving cage. The squirrel imagines that he moves a cylinder, but the outsider knows that the movement is predetermined, and that there is no change of position and no net result from the exertion. A large number of people hold, notwithstanding, to the old-time feeling expressed and doubtless exaggerated and overemphasized in such books as Carlyle's hero-worship. They are unwilling, and in fact they find it practically impossible, to get away from the belief that the thought of the time is directed by the great thinkers and that the action of the community is influenced and largely shaped by the power whether this be utilized for good or for evil of the great men of action in any case men will continue to be interested in the personalities of the leaders whose names are connected with the great events of history the citizens of each nation look back with legitimate pride upon the patriotic work of those who have helped to found the state or to maintain its existence among the national leaders whose names will always hold an honorable place in american history is ulysses s grant the simple-hearted man and capable soldier to whose patriotism courage persistence and skill was so largely due the successful termination of the war between the states, the contest which assured the foundations of the Republic. We are interested not only in learning what this man did, but in coming to know, as far as may be practicable, what manner of man he was. It is all important in a study of development of character to have placed within reach the utterances of the man himself, there is no utterance that can give as faithful a picture of a man's method of thought and principles of action as the personal letter written with no thought of later publication to those who are near to him. The publishers deemed themselves fortunate, therefore, in being able to place before the fellow citizens of General Grant, who are appreciative of the great service rendered by him to the country, and who are interested also in the personality of the man, a series of letters written to members of his family or to near friends. These letters, dating back to the time of his youth, give a clear and trustworthy impression of the nature of the man and of the development of character and of force that made possible his all-valuable leadership. The plan for the publication of these letters had received the cordial approval of General Grant's son, the late General Frederick D. Grant, and it is only because of his sudden death, which has brought sorrow upon a great circle of friends and upon the community at large, that the publishers are prevented from including with the volume a letter from the General as the head of the Grant family giving formal expression to his personal interest in the undertaking this collection of letters will constitute a suitable companion volume to grant's personal memoirs and to the accepted biographies of the great commander whose memory is honored by his fellow citizens not only for the patience persistence and skill of the leader of armies as evidenced in the brilliant campaigns that culminated with vicksburg missionary ridge anapomatics but for the sturdy integrity of character modest bearing and sweetness of nature of the great citizen george haven putnam new york april the 25th 1912 end of section 0 recording by jim clevenger Little rock arkansas jim at jocclev.com